Who are you getting on? My name is Colm and this is the Sober Mess podcast and you are very welcome and I hope you're having a lovely, gentle day and I am very pleased to say that I am joined by my good pal Matt Burke who's coming on to have a chat with us today. Uh, Matt is a native of the Liberties in Dublin's inner city and home of Meadstreet. Uh, where you got all your top brands, Gucci, Armani, <laughs> and all the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> New York has uh, Fifth Avenue, Dublin has Meadstreet, and uh, Matt Burke is also a black belt in mental health awareness, and uh, he's also doing loads of charity work. So, Matt, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> Let me just digest that intro. Uh, <laughs> Possibly one of the best intros I've ever had. <laughs> Good, I'm glad you liked it. It's all I true. Love it. <laughs> it's all true. Oh, yeah, well, I like it. It's fucking deadly. Fair play to you, man. That's lovely. Uh, black belt in mental health and Gucci tops and the liberties. What more do <laughs> you want? Like, that's well, it. Just, we just leave it at that, will we? <laughs> yeah, I just go around there uh, trying to give people sidekicks with, with, with Zachy tops on. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Sell a few dodgy DVDs. <laughs> and get people in headlock to say, listen, you need to go to therapy. <laughs> That's the most effective. <laughs> it's the most effective way to do it, man. All you need is a Gucci top and a pair of Schneid uh, Air Max. Gucci makes everyone happy. The Gucci. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am good, pal. Uh, just busy with work, you know, uh, busy with a podcast, busy running, you know, we're organizing retreats. Uh, as you know, I'm the host of the Magic Minds podcast, so we're busy with that with episodes. And then aside from that, then I have the the Magic Minds meditation, and we're doing you know yoga retreats. And so yeah, life is crazy busy, but it's all under the one umbrella column, oh, is yeah. which is to inspire people through love, kindness, compassion, understanding. You know, I hope to inspire people to heal themselves. That's what I would call myself. I'd say I'm a healer. I want to inspire people so they can heal themselves. That in I that way, that. I believe people heal themselves once he, he, they have the tools and the confidence. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, I love that. Yeah, and like, what what sort of like tools would you got like, kind of promote for people to kind of find their own way in healing? And uh, there's uh, there's so there's so many, but you know what, Colm? It's about finding your own way, finding what works for you. I'm 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 always very careful to, to say to people, do this, do that, do this. Find what works for you, you know, and uh, mm. find your find your passion, find what you like, do the things you like, say no to the things you, you don't like, you know. You know, there's lots of people out there that says exercise is the greatest thing since sliced bread. What if you don't like exercise? What if you just don't enjoy it? Like someone mm. telling you you can do ten Ks, but sure it's good for you. Yeah, it might be good for you. What if you're miserable running around the park? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's counterintuitive. What have I said to you? Just be more physically active, but maybe take up a hobby. I don't know, painting, join yeah. a drum group, uh, do something. I would always say try something creative, you know, tap into that creativity. Find your flow in life. Find yeah. really what makes you happy and what you enjoy, you know, mm. is, is, is one of the things. And then, Again, it'll always be try avoid the things that have negative uh, effects on your mental health, i.e. drinking, taking drugs, you know, 
your your self talk, uh, your nutrition, you know, your your body, you know, your your mind, your body, and your soul. You know, these are the kind of things is is where I would say to people to look at. You know, yeah, that's powerful, man. And what like what led you down that road to get into like well being and healing and just like thinking of others and trying to help other people. It, it just happened by osmosis, uh, Colm. You know, I, 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 I have a childhood trauma, but I never understood it. I didn't recognise that I had it. I just thought I was an anxious person. I worry. Didn't even know the word anxiety. I didn't even know the word depression. I just, I would back then. I would have used the term as he's mad, she's mad. They're bonkers, spacers. <laughs> you know, uh, You know, and then. I was a huge drinker and I was a partier and I, I lived the, lived my best life that I thought then, but it was a, it was a toxic life, you know, yeah. drink. And then it just in 2000, the, the 2008, 2007, eight, when the Celtic Tiger got a smack of a bus, <laughs> I was on the building trade at the time. Uh, and it, it was on the labor and I was walking the doors, I was walking doors and the labor says, look, you, you got to, the labor says, you need to get a job or do a course. And, so I just went in and, and to a, a, a local employment agent. He said, look, the labour are going to keep hounding you until you, you get a course. What are you interested in? I was like, I'll do a bit of training and all, you know. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, there's a course going in G-Core. And I hadn't got to leave in Sarah. I had no education. I had huge fears around failure because I failed everything. Failed family, failed me leaving, you know, failed driving tests. Anything I did, I failed. And so it was, it was a huge stumbling block to go and do that. And I gave it a go. And then, that just led me on. I've done a science degree and I've done more qualifications. I got a job wow. in the National Rehab and then I started doing my own work in 2012 on myself, going to counselling, you know, uh, reading, excessively mm. uh, more education, more education. And it's just brought me to this. Every every day, every week, I, 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 I contribute to, to reading and understanding, you know, about emotions, feelings, the mind, the soul, and spirit. Back then, it was all body, body, body. Now it's mind, soul, and then the body. I believe that that's the the best approach: is yeah. your mind, your soul, and then the body will 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 find its way with you. You know, I just think we're we're a spirit in the body. We're not a body looking for a spirit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that, man. It's like that. Um... It's mind, body, spirit, where you thought it was only... I used to think that if we looked a certain way, then I'd feel okay, you know what I mean? And I'd be obsessed with how we looked and be training and, you know what I mean? Because I thought happiness was the at the end of body image, you know what I mean? But I only learned that it was it was all about my mind and your mental health is your wealth, you know? Oh, and, absolutely, Callum. You know, and it was like, it's, it is that's mind, body. It's mind, uh, body and soul, you know? And it's trying to yeah. cater for, for each of them things, like... A hundred percent, you know, you, you, like a body, let's just say body, just like a car, just like a new pair of runners, just like a new top, that material thing, your body is a material, it's 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 a material matter, you know, but it's it's the, the essence of you inside, i.e. your spirit and your mind, like th- mm. that will be around, that is part of the universe, I believe that is the core of you, that is I in all of it, the body is just, is a vehicle for getting us around, you know, mm. You know, yeah. what are the, the, the true essence of us, uh, loving awareness, kindness, awareness, compassion, that is us. That is the I in us, you know? Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, it is. It's so true, like, you know, and 
I suppose it's about trying to, you know, we thought like you can still be like mad as a brush if, if one thing's off. Like I always hear that thing where the, the aspects of health is your, is your poise. So P-I-E-S, which is your physical health, your intellectual health, your emotional health and, and your spiritual health and trying to mm-hmm. cater for all them things rather than just being focusing on one, like, you know what I mean? Because I oh, remember yeah. that, like, you know, because I remember like being in great physical shape, but me, me being morbidly depressed because I was so insecure mm-hmm. about how I looked. And I remember working with some of the like some of the lads like influencers on Instagram, and they're in absolutely phenomenal shape, but they were the most mm-hmm. insecure people that I ever met because for them they needed to get validation and acceptance because they're putting so much work into how they look that they they depend on that approval. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. You be you, what happens there, Colin, is is you become that identity and I know you had to check myself a couple of months ago or weeks ago I was going you know because if I make a mistake friends and family say oh yeah Mr. Religious and Mr. Love and Kindness uh, yeah you're not really loving and kind now and I'm going hold on a second I am not that identity I am not Mr. Love and Kindness I am a human I make mistakes mm. I make all the things and I'm mm. saying is all up right now could I just jack the podcast could I jack all this and I'm saying yeah I could because like like when I, I was huge into fitness people just thought I was the fitness guy now I'm the love and kindness guy and you can't step out <laughs> like if you mm. see you eating chocolate and you're a fitness guy oh look at you having a bar of chocolate you're not Mr. Fit or if I need to fuck off they're going oh you're not very love and kind now are you you know yeah. uh, I, I believe that you, you just have to try make a, a conscious con uh a conscious attempt to, to, to be to be mindful of them all. You know, you're yeah. fit, you're spiritual, you're, and you can't be going balls to the wall at the mall, you know. You have to be human as well. Some days you'll be great, some days you won't. Just like your mental health, some days you'll be absolutely Gucci, and then other days you're mindful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it, hundred percent. You know, and as I suppose it's about not, as you said, this becoming my identity of how you look or how smart you are. You know, it's not who you are, and we can we can depend on too much stuff on on the outside of ourselves. And and you said it there as well. You know, allowing ourselves to be human, allowing ourselves off the hook. You know what I mean? That we can be way too hard. I know I can. Like my biggest character defect is that I'm perfectionist. That I look anything I do has to be absolutely perfect, and if it's not, I give myself a hard time, and that was something that I had to work on. That I was able to, you know, give myself a little victory, even if I didn't do something perfect. But the, the fact I made an effort to do it, you had to go out for a run or do some creative writing or do some art or whatever the fuck it was, that I'm able to say, well, at least I've done it. So what if I didn't run 100 miles, or so what if I didn't paint the Mona Lisa, or so what if I didn't do this great comedy sketch or whatever I'm doing, that I can allow myself to get off the hook. So I remember was playing football and all, you know, you'd scored a hat-trick, which I give yourself a hard time over that one shot that you missed that hit the post and you couldn't validate, you couldn't give yourself a little victory for scoring a hat-trick, you know what I mean? So as you said, it's love and compassion for yourself as well, like, you know? Yeah, it's, and we weren't taught that column, you know, and it's it's something we we had to learn to do and I just done a, I just done a, in a, a visualisation meditation today on that, I done two. One was today was minding your little self, you know, going back as a kid and really remembering and touching base with all the, the skills we used to have, whether it be bold, daring, cheeky, shy, adventurous, creative. Because sometimes we, we forget those things and 
the society domesticates us and they tell us not to do this and don't do that and then they just dissolve mm. away but they're still there but I then I done it one again today and I record it where I go back and find a time where you had a difficult moment and give yourself that love and kindness that you didn't get because I yeah. believe that parents do their best with the skills they have and yeah. you know it's not a, it's not about blame so within in this meditation you go back and find a moment where you had a difficult time and you give yourself kindness you give yourself patience understanding forgiveness and say do you know what I'm here I'm which I'm going to parent you because I believe Colin, that that little kid is in us all the time and yeah. it's, it's like that 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 imperfection thing for me Colin, that was that's a fear of failure perfectionism is a fear of failure it's, it's masquerades as I just like doing the best I can I like to, to, to be you know everything brilliant blah blah really for me the core the root at that was was I don't want to fail and mm. if I can't be perfect I just won't do it and I'll pull away so yeah. so I have as like what you said there column is done for me is the new perfect I do me best I say no fair play did you one thing I do now Colin is I say what's my intentions did I try my absolute best and if I did then I go my intentions are good that's the best I could do right now and that's yeah. all I can do do you know what I mean yeah I love that yeah that is it's about the effort though isn't it Rather than give, give yourself a bit of appraisal for making the effort and showing up to do it, rather than giving yourself a hard time that wasn't perfect. Like. 100%. Look, I've made so many mistakes with the podcast, videos, and blah, blah. But you know what, Colin? As Brene Brown and Teddy Roosevelt, like, I am the warrior getting in the ring. I'm the one with the blood on my hands, you know? So anyone mm. wants to criticize me, tell me what it's like here. It's like armchair supporters watching boxing and football and they're saying, oh, you should have took the left hook and you should have stuck it between your man's legs, blah, blah, blah. When you haven't been in the ring and you haven't got blood on your hands, you can't really have a comment, you know? And that's the same with, with the podcast or whatever. So I don't really worry about anyone's criticism mm. or, or comments unless you're somebody who has done it the same as me and then it's just a shared conversation. But for yeah. someone, criticize me say, oh you should have done like I have people saying to me I should do this in the podcast you should do that and like, what are you doing this for and I, yeah. just, I just smile and laugh and go look leave me to it let me make my own mistakes because I don't really give a rat's. I'm doing my best and I'm enjoying myself I'm doing something I absolutely love so I don't give yeah. a fuck Ah, spot on, Matt. Like, and it's so true. It's only through the mistakes that we make that we learn. Like, you know what I mean? That I know that unless we burn myself, we'll keep doing the same thing and the same pattern. Like, you know, it's like that old metaphor about touching the hob. You know, how many times do you need to touch the hob until we learn? Like, I hey, this this way doesn't work. But I'll try this way instead and try that way instead. You know what I mean? You, you never know if you didn't try it. You know exactly. I mean? Exactly, and mistakes are essential, they're vital, like, you know what I mean? I need to keep making those mistakes, you know what I mean? When, you, when do you not grow, like, out of mistakes, you know what I mean? You yeah. grow, you learn, you, you, you improve, you know, yeah. do the same, stay the same, you know, you'll only grow out of mistakes unless you just keep making the same mistakes yeah. again, again, then yeah. the problem. Yeah, 100%, it is, the only way we learn is through going down the wrong roads or Making them, they're making them mistakes and going down these dead ends and say, right, that way doesn't work. I'll try this way, way instead. You know what I mean? And that's why we can be so hard on ourselves for making our, these mistakes or being perfectionists. When it's like it's important that we do. You know what I mean? I suppose it's about learning from the mistake. That's the hard thing. It's like me. Look like how many times do I need to touch that hob to say, no, this doesn't work. It definitely doesn't mm. work. 
but I'll just touch yeah. another 20 times to be short, to be short, to be short. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But here, what else do you say? I don't know if you said the same, but even a wrong turn is a right turn. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're on the journey. You're on it. You're on the path, you know, and if you go left, it's the wrong way. You just do a Yui and you go back and you go again. And But you know what the thing for me, Colin, is it's not the destination anymore. Same with me mental health. I don't say, oh, one day I'm going to be happy or one day this podcast is going to go great or one day I'm going to make this, this and this. I don't. I love the process. I love learning about mental health. I love learning, even when I have an absolute mare of a day of a week and I'm, you know, I don't want to get out of bed or I'm crying. Like these days I just cry loads. And then mm. maybe later I get this beautiful feeling of learning and what, what was the purpose of all that? What did I gain from that? And that is absolutely magical. Where before I just used to be stuck in this absolute shit storm and mm. I get out and I thought it never ends. Now I know it'll end. And when I come out, I get beautiful learning. I'll have a beautiful uh, creative thought or a beautiful creative uh. video or something will, something phenomenal will come out of it. Uh, and I'll, I'll, and I'll, I'll inspire somebody through my, through my eyes. You know, I'll oh, tell yeah. That's beautiful. Now I love that, and like it's so true. So, like, what did he say? To every breakup or breakdown becomes a breakthrough. You know, when I look back in the past, I go, "All oh, my biggest triumphs, whatever they were, it always came from a place of pain." You know, when I first started traveling and all, it was because I was in a place of pain. You know what I mean? And yeah. when I went back to college or done a big career change, or I wanted to change my own my own lifestyle. It's only yeah. you know when I yeah. knocked the whole party lifestyle on the head. You know, it was because it's in such a place of pain. And I think that pain is, is essential. You know, the only thing that will, will change me, I suppose, motivate me to change is that bit of pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, yeah. It's, 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 it's the Tao principle, you know, uh, as Lao Tzu would say. You know, you can't have the light without the dark. You can't have up without down. They're not separate. Like, you know, long is not separate to short. You know, dark is not separate to light. They're together. And once mm. you become aware, just that a continuum flow, mm. but you don't become aware of it and move towards and appreciate that they, some people just get stuck and think that's all it is. There's only dark, there's only down, there's never mm. up. You know, you can't, you know, you, you roll back and forth, back and forth, and that's where we grow, you know. Yeah. And, and it, it's kind of really, really lovely and reassuring to me that, you know, that there is that ebb and flow in life, that it's not, like, people always say, oh, it's all doom and gloom, blah, blah, and I'm going, no, it just can't, just like, it's never going to be happy all the time, it's never going to be sad, and it's never going to be uh, mundane and beige. Yeah. You, just, you just sit back and watch it, that's what I have become. Yeah. Much is just being the observer of life. Mm. Now, don't get around these days now where I'm, I, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster and I can't get off the fucking thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> so there is days I do have very uh, aware and observational views and other days I'm like oh buckle up kids we're going for a rough ride yeah yeah I hear you man but I suppose that's from experience as well and I suppose the first few time you would have went through that level of hardship and pain you, it feels like you're you're permanently in it it's a permanent state of mind that there's no way out of this and I suppose it's only from the experience of how hey, I've been down this road before you know, that oh, there is a way out, that this too shall pass because I've been here. And although it is shy when you're in it and it feels like it's permanent and there's no way out, it does pass, you know. And even with that experience, you can also use that experience to help other people 
who are going, who are at that stage or at that dark, down that dark road to say, here, Paul, look, I've been down there myself and there is a way out. There is a way Absolutely. out and it goes past. A hundred percent, Colin, because like I said at the start of the COVID thing, right, uh, I've had many a COVID in my life. I've had many a pandemic in my mind, you know, stuff that mm-hmm. went on. Had uh, the times, the dark times, remind me of the the, the, the pandemic, the COVID thing. And I said at the start, it's, you know what, this is okay for me. I am going to be okay. I'm going to show up. I'm going to show the Magic Minds are here to support people through it, you know, because as like any event, any tragedy or epidemic or pandemic in your life, it shall pass. And I wanted people to understand that because you'll have many of uh, the uh, COVID in your life there'll be more of these you know the death of a family member the death of a, a boyfriend a girlfriend or whatever these will be just as of impactful to your life and your mental health and you're gonna have to need the same skills to, to get through that too you're gonna mm-hmm. have to, to you know acquire skills to help you get through any kind of event like this any kind of yeah. uncertainty any downturn in mental health and, yeah. and that's what we done was was like we made videos, we inspired people, we talked to people. We I was very aware of what's going on in society. I watched my community and and I made videos that were timely to what was going on, just be based mm. on I've had COVID in my life before, uncertainty and not knowing what's going to be tomorrow. Like people didn't know if they were going to lose a family member. You know there was a huge amount of death anxiety. People have never dealt with that before because they were like I've never had mental health problems, and boom. Yeah comes along they're like fuck me mom I die me dad my die me granny blah blah oh death they've never had to think of this before you know yeah, but you yeah. and I have had struggles know the, the depths of being in the darkness you know mm, yeah I love that and like, Matt, what, like what, what sort of stuff would you do personally to help your mental health Oh look, I, I've got a, I've got like a, I've got daily routines, I've got like things that just are part of my thing to do now. You know, I get up in the morning early, I train early, but and I wouldn't again what I said. I don't say <clears> get up train. I love training. I just part mm. of my structure. One training is part of my structure, so I have a structured day. I train early in the morning. I I meditate most days when I can. I mm. keep a, a gratitude journal. Uh, I practice affirmations. I, I'm spiritual. I read about spiritual stuff, whether it be Buddhism, whether it be angel cards. Uh, I try as much as I can, depending on the day, to have as much crack in my day. Play is a huge part of my life, whether it be taking the piss out of girls in the job, they be taking the piss out of me, just about the, the numpty things I do along the way. You know, just have the banter. Uh, I stay connected to people. I use social media. They connect the people, you know. I look mm. at the people that 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 do the things that I do. Uh, I'm I'm huge for creation, creativity. You know, I'm always trying to c- create videos, not just to 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 show me and show my stuff, because I actually enjoy when I'm sitting reading or looking at something or get an idea. I'm like, wow, I just want to express this creativity, yeah. and it comes to me. I I write poetry mostly when I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, you know, and a routine, structure, family, you know, and then I, I try not drink, Colin, uh, that much because it kills me creativity. It kills me will to train. I'm struggling. It's like I'm wearing uh, concrete boots when I do it. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, it's the, the, the days after, like two or three days later, I'll, I'll still be trying to get over and I won't have that, you know, that spark. Like you might be only 75% where, 
if I hadn't been drinking, I'd be like flying and I'd be banging out ideas and I'd be texting Andy and the other, me pal in the podcast, what do you think we do this, we do that? I've had a few yeah. drinks. Bleh. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so, They're the main things that I do. Um, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's unreal. And yeah, yeah, you say about the drinks. I think as well, as, well as, as you get older, it's harder to drink, isn't it? So when you're young, you have a few drinks, you run a marathon the next day. When you get older and have a few drinks, you need to go to ICU for the week. You know, you got to get a hangover <laughs> walk and pass the pub. You don't even need to go into Yeah, and um, everything exaggerated. Like, you know, the fear, the anxiety, the cravings. Uh, uh, you know, you, your dieting goes out the window. I try my best to, to try to eat uh, a nutritionally sound diet, you know, for me. Uh, but when I'm when I'm when I'm hung over, I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll just eat hearty bow. I eat hearty bow yeah, anyway. Yeah. I, I I'll eat probably possibly more of them, and I won't care too much about taking in protein and water or whatever. Yeah. The needs for me training. Yeah, that's it. And I suppose so. You can't. It's about moderation, isn't it? You can go out and have the crack, and you can enjoy it. And you have a healthy relationship, but then it's fine. Like you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Uh, I'd, ne- I'd never say to someone, "Don't drink or don't do this." Don't tell anybody what to do. Yeah, yeah. I was just like that. I remember going out and we were talking to an ex girlfriend saying, "Here, I'm just going out to watch a Liverpool game," and I end up signing out for the second season. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> just an all, all or nothing drink. I'm, I'm, uh, raging. I'm raging you didn't tell me you're a Liverpool sport before this because I don't know if I would have booked a call. <laughs> I'm actually not a Liverpool fan. <laughs> who, who do you support? I'm a United fan. Ah, brilliant. Then we yeah, can talk. Yeah, you know, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm like, I've a lot, of, a lot of friends and family that are Liverpool fans. And uh, yeah, it was actually kind of. You know, we've seen them lifting the cup. It's only the COVID cups. So I don't know if it counts or not. But, uh... <laughs> the COVID cup. <laughs> ah, look, I, I've a good few Liverpool mates and all. I don't have... That's one thing that went away from me all the years. That that hatred and Liverpool, blah, blah, blah. That was just masquerading as I hated everyone. That's yeah. just... I'm happy for me mates that are Liverpool sports. Like, yeah. but, you know, I wish you well. I, I don't get into that tribalism. Yeah, 100%. Look, I, I remember like last year or two years ago, we got obsessed with fantasy football. Like, one of the lads in the office said about fantasy football league. And man, I was obsessed. I know how many, <laughs> like, how many touches Harry Kane took on his left knee on the left side of the box. You know, all these stats. All the amount of time I put into it. And I only won like 20 quid when I won the league at the end of the season. Yeah, but it's gas. Like, yeah, it's mad. Yeah, look, I doing well. It's, it's you deserve it, you know. Uh, again, that's something as well. I don't give uh, football as much attention. I don't really uh, watch too much telly or too much football, you know. And I used to be obsessed yeah. with boxing. I was a boxing man. Mm. Love boxing and football. Yeah, now I just bounce between them all, you know, whether it be spirituality, yeah. whether it be yoga, whether it be telly or meditation or whether it be football. And, you know, uh, yeah, I try to do a bit. That's more. it. Do what, do what works, man, yeah. That's it. And you said there as well about the other things you do was like, the meditation, the mindfulness, and the gratitude list, and you know the, the bits, of, bits of sport and all. And you know, we find that's a massive help for my own mental health, especially like the, the mindfulness as well, and the, the meditation. And I've only actually recently properly learned how to meditate. You know what I mean? And and the gas yeah. thing is, I was, I was talking to you yesterday, and I'm actually down at a meditation center at the moment down in West Cork. Yeah. And uh, it's mad how we got down here. Like, I, I was down here a year ago. So a friend recommended it to me. thought it was great. You know, kind of check yeah. out the views and all. It was amazing. A few C-dips and that. And then uh, I went there. Uh, then in the in 
December, I, I knocked the job now. I was working on a job and uh, you know, like some people that they're doing a college course and it's just not mm-hmm. for them anymore. They just wanted to believe. And I was always just in a job and I just didn't find it purposeful anymore, meaningful mm-hmm. for me. It just wasn't for me. So I just wanted to leave. So I ended up going to Thailand, but I ended up originally went, I went on a three month backpacking trip and uh, I was meant to spend a month in Thailand doing a Muay Thai camp. As I, I used to like do a bit of combat sport. So I went over to do a Muay Thai camp and I, I was in, in it for about a week. And I got talking to a guy in the hostel and he was like, he was over there for like this soil and retreat, this meditation thing, would it be up for it? And he said, I'll go over and try one of the meditation class. Went over and I got talking to this monk and he's real wise. So I ended up leaving the Muay Thai camp early and then doing this meditation, uh, doing this meditation soil and retreat in, in yeah. Kosa Mui. And then I went over and done, a, then I done another one. I went to done Vietnam, Cambodia, and then I went to Bali and done another like uh, meditation Retreat, Love and loved it. So when I came Love home, I was on this mad Zen uh, bubble. I was in this bubble, and it just the like was really felt like I was floating when I got out of the fucking plane. And I just yeah. remember like the Irish culture just breaking me down, you know, just the <laughs> with bad news and death and begrudgery. Like my man rang me nearly every week to update me on all the local deaths on RIP. <laughs> like, you know, she loves a good friend. Like, you know what I mean. <laughs> And <laughs> it's part of a negative bias. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, and then so it was just like, really, how can I enlarge? And then the, obviously, my Zen bubble was burst. And I was like, how can I enlarge? And so I emailed this place, uh, said Barrett. It's in the Barrett Peninsula in West Cork, and I emailed them uh, to see if they were like looking for volunteers and like that. And this was in March, and then they went back. And then they got back to me then a few weeks ago, and so they'd be interested in coming down just doing a bit of volunteer work and things like that. So I said, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've been down here now and just like, learning meditation, just to be in the present moment more than anything. And I find, man, that's so effective. That when, like when you, when I found that like nature was the thing that helps with mental health and being mindful, like that's when I won the lotto. Like on my whole life, I thought, oh, if I won the lotto, I'd be happy. That's when I, I, I'll be worthy and I'll arrive as a human being, a, a successful in society. But the day that I found out that nature makes me happy, being mindfulness makes me happy, that's when I won the lotto, man. Like when nature becomes your currency, that's when you have money trees growing in your backyard. Because like if you go to bed at night and your soul, your soul is at peace, man, that's, that's success. That's what I regard as success. You know what I mean? That your mental health is your wealth. To have peace of mind. You know, that, that's number one, that money, prestige. You know, you wouldn't see millionaires and billionaires getting checked into John of God's or treatment centers for like for medication, alcohol, eating disorders, depression, whatever it is, because money still won't make you happy. And actually, Jim Carrey came out with a statement there not too long ago and said that he wished everyone was got an experience of being rich and famous because then they'd realize that it still doesn't make you happy. No, it just, brings, it just brings more problems. Like, it yeah. doesn't solve your problems, you know. Money will make you smile, but it won't make you fucking happy. Uh, yeah. it's, about, it's about finding your gold. And for me, it's love and kindness. It's compassion. That's that's my, that's when I woke up. That's when I had, well, not like Buddha, uh, enlightenment. But that's when I realized, this is it. This is what I was looking for all my life. You know, this yeah. is my, you know, awareness, love and kindness, like, you know, uh, being the watcher of my thoughts, being the watcher of my emotions, feelings, my identities. You know, I don't identify to anything anymore. I'm not a father. I'm not a brother. 
these are all just functions in my life. Before I used to wear them like heavy jackets, you know. Uh, now I just I just do my best at them. And yeah, that's it, man. Make a mistake. It's not like I am a bad person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just made a mistake. So yeah, yeah. And, and like and, and like I made the mistake of trying to intellectualize what meditation was, and hence again I only realized this when it came down here. And I started doing the volunteer work. And I loved it because I got to work in an animal sanctuary as well. You work with animals. But I found that rather than just fucking meditating, I started to intellectualize it and start buying all the books. Like Edgar Toll, Anthony DeMello, you know, Wayne Doyle, Louis Hay, all uh, Deepak Chopra, you know, Jay Shetty, all these, all these uh, spiritual uh, teachers and trying to intellectualize it. I knew all the words, quotes out, books, all the good lingos, you know, volunteering in centers, doing all this shit. Rather than just fucking meditating, rather than just the act of ta- doing the action, you know, of meditating, just being, just you know, being. exactly, just being, you know, yeah. and that they'll realize this. And then it's not about escaping or avoidance either, that avoiding, you know, coming down and being in the middle of nowhere and being away from everything. Like, that's not realistic and it's not sustainable. It's about trying to, as you talked about, the tools and how can you apply them your life it's not about avoiding the stressful jobs or avoiding the relationships or avoiding the stress the stress of college or whatever it is to we run away from it's about facing them things say right how can i the tools that i've learned how can i use them tools to utilize myself and all my affairs whatever it may be rather than running away from them like, you know what i mean so I to, I, for me it was for, it's about learning to be realistic and say that it's not about being in the zen bubble or it's not about living in a constant state of suffering it's about being in the middle you know, finding middle ground. Hundred mm, percent, yeah, absolutely, dead right. You know, so yeah, we've all my good tales now. So hopefully, starting back in UCD in September, and uh, I'll be a Zen bubble, a bubble of Zen. <laughs> absolutely brilliant, Deadly man. Uh, no, so what's it? Uh, and and you're telling me you're you started to see dipping uh, as well re- lately. Yep. We're going to go out tomorrow, you know. Uh, I've been interested in it for years. You know, it was my background in sports science and health. I've done a degree in science. And, you know, I've always looked into, you know, that whether it be the benefits. Like, just like you said, I intellectualize and educate myself around all the language, you know, spirituality, physicality. And, yeah, one of them that came up for me in 2015 when I was mad in just the physical health, physical health, was heat shock proteins, cold submersion, hot water submersion, or, well, saunas you know they they uh it's a, it's an inflammatory response you know heat shock proteins whether you're exposed to hot temperatures or cold temperatures and it protects against coronary heart disease so i was mad into this uh, and i don't have the uh access to a sauna so i said right i'll give the uh the, the sea a go and I, I followed wim hof and i done all that and i started trying to take cold showers and i just bottled it i was like oh it's just too cold it's just too cold uh, so we left it off for a long time and now it's gone crazy. Everybody's doing it. My mate's been doing it since last year in the winter. So we're going to go down tomorrow uh, and give it a go. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go down to me speedos, me budgie smugglers and hop into the, the party. <laughs> make sure they're the woolly ones. <laughs> what? Do you need to bring the woolly ones. <laughs> the woolly speedos, have the calls. Yeah, know. yeah, no. a lot of people are doing it, aren't they? So I'm looking. Yeah, I know. I swear, boy, man, it completely, it changed, completely changed my mental health. Just be able to get in the water, just reset you, man. You could have all these worries going on, you know, and you just hop into the the big ishka, 
into the water and it just changes yeah. everything. You know, you feel so yeah. much better getting out. You feel so zen. You know, and yeah. I don't know. Is it, and I suppose it's a form of meditation. The meditation doesn't suit everyone. I have a real hyper mind. So I find that if I find my own way of meditation and my own way of just staying connected, you know, as you said there, some people that aren't into running, you know, some people might find that hard. You know, I suppose it's funny what works for you. And a lot of times, I think it's about, for me, getting to see, it's just an aura, you know, leaning into something that makes you uncomfortable, I suppose, the calmness. And as well, that just that you're powerless in nature, you're just out there, you're not the mercy of the sea. And it's a yeah. great feeling, like, you know. 100%. It's like this, Colin, right? If you think of an analogy, if it's a two, it's a two-story house where you think, 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 think is all upstairs. When you jump in the sea, when you paint or you find your flow, whether you're doing like, I don't know, dojo or something on your computer or you're drawing or you're creative writing, you're spending your time downstairs. You're not using upstairs. And that is the essence of meditation, coming home mm. to your breath, breath in, breath out. I'm not thinking, I'm when the thoughts come in, I just let them come and go. I let them mm. go upstairs, come out the door. So if you find yourself that sea works for you, if walk in the park, of doing gardening or painting or walking your dog, that's about finding your own, staying downstairs, lifting yeah. weight. You train in the gym, if you mindfully stay like rep, 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 pull, push, that in itself is meditation, breath in, wash the dishes, meditation, you know, eat your dinner mindfully meditation people yeah, say, yeah. Oh, you got to sit in a lotus position like the the dalai lama or the buddha you know it, it can get a bit highbrow and it can get a bit intellectualized it's very simple you know keep a simple mm. stupid as they say kiss yeah well that's to do everything with just be minds you said even washing your hands feel the water in between your fingers feel your hands washing you know what i mean feel the soap you know when you're going for a walk like see everything as if you just got dropped on planet earth you know like jesus in absolutely awe of this field i'm in absolutely awe of that tree that bird singing the sun the clouds you know whatever even the rain hitting your face you know just yeah. embrace and just be so present of it you know what i mean yeah. and it's so Without yeah, and it's just taking it's taking the spotlight away from our thinking, away from the ego. Because because yeah, naturally we get thoughts, and some of our thoughts aren't always, but or sometimes like just negative or whatever. But the brain's just doing what it's programmed to do. It's not that there's anything wrong with your thoughts. The problem isn't our thoughts. The problem is when we identify with our thoughts and we start to listen to them and take it, our thoughts as gospel and fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's about the brain just throws out problems and scenarios and future events and if we start to attach to that stuff and think it's gospel and lead our lives but you know it's only a matter of time before we start feeling anxious and anxiety because our heads are propping up the worst case scenario so it's like it's like just clouds just pushing for gl gliding by our head and the same with our thoughts as soon as I start identifying with my thoughts that that's mm. when we get that we can start to kind of get anxious you know yeah like we've 60 70 000 thoughts a day and most of them are recycled from yesterday and the day before so which yeah. ones do you believe which ones do you identify with you know they can't be trusted you know yeah, yeah. there's it, a difference man. between knowing and believing knowing yeah. is that deep in our voice that you, you you drowned out with belief and did the monkey mind and the chatter and the oh the what ifs and blah 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 but really the knowing is that silent strong voice inside you and uh, the rest is just white noise and but again it's about it's about uh allowing it you know some people when they get into spirituality like me when i started years ago oh, i shouldn't be doing this and i should be doing that and i become all holy and blah 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 you know what they did i've went around the mountain column and i'm still going around i'm nowhere near coming back 
But the, the more I, the, the more I've, I've I've learned and read and blah blah blah, is just to go easy on yourself. Whatever you do, just go easy. You know, be kind to your little self. You know, like you would a small bird, a small child. Just be easy, even whether it's your thoughts, whether it's your feelings. You know, sometimes we give ourselves a hard time about the feelings and the thoughts and the emotions that we have. I shouldn't have these. I shouldn't be this. You didn't create them. They just were creating them. So what if you just let them blow by like the wind, you know? Yeah. 100%. I like that. Right, Matty. Um, so it's the last question I'll ask you before we go. Uh, yep. Is there any chance you can get us a discount in Mid Street? <laughs> <laughs> no, only lesson. Uh, no. no. It, it depends on what you want. Get at you like your meat street, anything <laughs> good stuff. Now, yeah, I love it, I love meat street, they're salt of the earth. Um, so, right. Matty, what's, what's the greatest advice you've ever gotten that you still um, live by? What, uh, what is the greatest advice? Um, well, I suppose back years ago, just off the hand, oh, Jesus, what would I, me da. This is one. My dad would say to me, I shook hands with him one time. I'll always remember this. He shook my hand, or I shook his hand, and he went, Jesus, Matter, that's a bit pissy. And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, shake your hand again, Mina. Look people in the eye. Look them in the eye and shake hands again, Mina. They'll never forget that. You know? And that yeah. shows sincerity. That shows connection. That shows that you're open and available. You know, making eye contact with people, connecting to people. You yeah. know, it's usually and that was something I remember as a kid. And then for all the years that I had my troubles, I wasn't connected. I couldn't make eye contact with people. I didn't want to. I did, and I faked, I suppose, but I didn't want anyone looking at me soul. So, yeah, I, now as I, I shake people's hands, I look them in the eye, and I try connect as much as I can because that's what that. we, we really crave for in life. It's connection, isn't it? You know, yeah, and the COVID thing really made us all separate and the mask and no touching each other. You know, no touching hands, no hugging. And that's like, oh, it's so counterintuitive to us. Mm. But you know what? If we can't do it by, by touching hands, but stay connected, stay looking into each other's eyes, you know. Yeah. Uh, language, non-variables is, is 80% of communication. So we can still do yeah. it. Yeah, we can still look and feel connected to someone, you know. You can feel, still feel love. Mm, 100%. Look how we adapted, man, through like Zoom and, and social media. Like there's all the... The, the, the live things on social media and you know the, the song it's how we adapted so well and still be uh, still being able to be social just so just because we're not able to hug each other doesn't mean that we can't still send love to each other and connect with each other and be able to have the crack you know what I mean and that's what I love as a human race that how we adapted you know how we were there was people doing the, the quizzes on Zoom or still being able to have no, virtual pub crawls and virtual fucking, you know, pub quizzes and, you know, just being connected, you know, even like the likes of AA meetings and, 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 and tw- meetings got went online, you know, men's shared meetings went online, uh, you know, what all, sor- all sorts of supports out there for mental health, just everything went online and you still have to get that human connection, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely, um, because, and that's because people were focusing on the solution, not the problem, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. Based, we didn't uh, attach to the problem. And go, oh, we're stuck. You, you, you improvise, adapt, and you overcome, and that's transfer yeah. across anything. Whether it's your mental health, whether it's your finance, whether it's your family, whether it's your business, improvise, adapt, overcome. It's a gang mentality. It's business. It's yeah, yeah. connectivity. It's so important. And I heard, I remember, I heard a guy say, you know, 
the opposite of addic- the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety, it's connection. You know, connection mm-hmm. important, connection with other people, you know, connection with like spirituality, connection with your health, connection with your body, you know, just to be connected, like you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like what social media does for me. That's what this podcast does for me. That's what this conversation is doing for me. I feel connected to you. We're not mm. beside each other, but I still feel connected. Like when you go yeah. away in a weekend with a bunch of lads and you mm. leave and you're like, oh, geez, that was deadly. What was that? It was connection. Connection yeah. through connection through a bit yeah. of playing ball, whatever. Connection is huge. Just, mm. I believe, Colin, we're, connect- we're all connected through love and kindness. You know, there's a bridge okay. out there called the Invisible String. I read, I read to my daughter because I'm, uh, my kid lives in Bray, another one lives just across the way, and it's so important. It's about being all connected together through love, no matter where mm-hmm. we are in the world. Whether somebody passed away, I still believe we're connected through our thoughts, through love, kindness, compassion, understanding. Yeah, that's it. And as a famous man once said, "All you need is love." And no drinks were had in the making of this podcast. <laughs> I hope that Matt now we have to have to breathalyze you now before the next one. Uh, no, really appreciate you coming on today, man. It's great as you said, to have that connection. I'm sitting here now in the in the Bearded Peninsula. I'm actually it was really funny. I was down the local town there. I went to the gym yesterday and it was talking to the fella down there and he was telling me that Ahley's is the local town. Furthest place away from Dublin, uh, town in, in Ireland, like I don't know whatever way that, on the geography, but he was saying, as he was telling me about a men shed that they have this little town where they met, like for you know, what men shed people go out, talk, socialize, connect, even talk about help to it, uh, their own mental health, or whatever. But he was telling me that he they built it two years ago and it's been great ever since. I said, Oh, no way, that's daily. And he says, The best part is they got. They got approved for planning permission a few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they built it like two years ago. But that's just how things go down the country, you know. It's uh, I you know, it. different land, different laws down here. But uh, I love it. And it's great. It's great. It's just to connect with nature, man. That's what I love. I love nature. Yeah, you know, nature, nature is, my, uh, is my God, I suppose. It's my higher power, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, You're doing great. Yeah, Matty, come here. Thanks a million for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. Having okay. the chats, having the chit chats. And enjoy yeah. uh, enjoy the enjoy the sea dip tomorrow in yeah. your woolly budgie smugglers. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, listen, thanks very much for having me on. It's an absolute privilege, it's an honor. You're only starting off your journey in the podcasting world, and I wish it nothing but good luck. I think you'll do fantastic. It's from a genuine heart place, you know. You you've had your struggles, and all you want to do is be a light in the world and support other people. And you can't go wrong when you do that. So I'm with. Yeah, that's it, bro. No, cheers, man. Come here, how are you? Massive thank you as well. You're one of the people that kind of helped me get get on the road and get going. And you uh, used that quote as well when I was talking to you a few weeks ago. Where, Dawn is the new perfect. Dawn is the new perfect. And remember this, yeah. right? When anyone comes on and helps you or helps me or whatever, we're all just walking each other home, whether it's spiritually, yeah. whether it's podcasty. Why not we just help each other, you know? Create. That's it, man, isn't it? Yeah. And look, and look, look and if you can help one person, then it's been a massive success, you know? 100%. Like trying to plant, plant that positive seed. We need you know? soul warriors like us, not afraid to talk about vulnerability, not to talk, about, to talk about shame, guilt, fear. That's it, man. Well, light warrior. That's it. That's it, man. Too right. That's it. Right, Matty. Thanks a million for coming on, brother. Take care, pal. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. 
and that was an interview with Matt Burke. Matt Burke is the host of the Magic Minds podcast, which is a mental health awareness and well-being podcast. So be sure to check it out on Instagram, on Facebook, on Spotify, on fucking every platform. You probably heard someone shouting it out in one of the flats up in the Liberties. <laughs> Matt is uh, a man of the liberties and he's an absolute gentleman and uh, yeah, check out his podcast and if anyone want, has any questions or inquiries or anything was, uh, anything was brought up during that interview for you, uh, reach out to us on Colin Doolan on Instagram and if Matt Burke there, Magic Minds uh, podcast as well and uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening in and uh, I will have another episode on next Sunday I'm going to show you lash them out on the Sundays and uh, please God uh, and uh, yeah 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 so I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekends and uh, yeah Kunisatatu Gurmega Ma is Ma Alum Korka Millish August Aragid Column is Anum Dome Tom fucking legend <laughs> you can see why i was throwing out a skill but um i hope everyone has a beautiful beautiful gentle day and uh, i'll catch up with you soon Mwah!